Who killed Captain Alex? Who, I, I still don't know. <laughs> who killed Captain Alex? No idea. Who who did kill Captain Alex? This movie was incendiary. This movie was Cloud Nine. This movie, this movie was transcendent. Was beyond what I could have expected. I was not expecting the unexpectable. I couldn't. It was unexpectable. Oh my god. <laughs> There's so many different elements in this movie that just completely blindsided me. It's kind of like like an hour long one liner. <laughs> Almost. And it just it it really never stops hitting. No, it never stops. It kind of just progressively action, gets better. Action, action, action. Movie, 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 movie. movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so this movie is a little different yes than our other 19 movies it's definitely I, I think it's it's most similar to El Mariachi in it's pretty evident ways and then I guess the next closest movie would be I don't know like Cairo Station but I only by proxy only by continent yeah. which is not a great indicator of similarity no definitely El Mariachi's budget which yeah. as we mentioned was pretty low was anywhere from 30 to 80 times as large as, as this one, if so I remember correctly, El Mariachi had a budget of like seven grand 7, or something. Yeah. yeah, this budget was it was it was like two hundred dollars, but was then it was it reported was as two hundred. Yeah. It was revealed as like eighty six, eighty five by Hoffmanis, one of the producers. He was like, yeah, it was eighty five dollars. Yo, they made eighty five dollars stretch. <laughs> Look for that bang for your buck. Ooh, ooh. I know we harped on Air Mariachi for getting pound for pound mileage, but I mean, this is 5.9 million views on the free YouTube. I couldn't pay, I could not feed a cast and crew for no. one day anywhere else on for $85. $85. No way, much less make an entire feature length film. They did make a feature length film. They did. So this is Ramon Film Productions, we'll call it Wood. Slapped together together by this guy, Nabwana IG. Mm -hmm. God tier mans made this, made he's made over like 40 movies in the past 10 years. Yeah, he's like single-handedly like developed the film scene of Uganda, basically. Pretty much. I'm nothing but impressed, honestly. It's fire. I mean it's beautiful. Give me 80 bucks and everything they had. I wouldn't have made you something as cool. I wouldn't be able to launch. A country's. <laughs> I would not industry. be able to make like Uganda's first action movie. <laughs> so this was Ugandan film. It's a little difficult to find such a wide selection when we were looking for movies. Like Yuga Wood is a thing. Well, Kaliwood is his film production company, sort of, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but Uganda Wood is kind of the more broad, recognizing other people, other directors and stuff. And yeah, uh, Hollywood's not just one guy. Well, uh, exactly, of course. Well, Kaliwood is just one guy. Yuga Wood is not one guy. Coney Order from Above was their pitch for the Academy Award International. So you forgot who Coney is. Here's your reminder that Coney was a thing. Coney, we can't talk about. We can't talk about Coney on this podcast. But anyway, so this is you got in cinema. One of the staples of it that we see in this movie is the Video Jokers. Ah, yes, the Video Joker. Played by VJ Emmy. VJ Emmy on the mic. Absolutely killed it. Literally flawless. It was easily an enhancement. I would absolutely say <laughs> like so. A, a, so a major my, enhancement. My understanding is that the original copy. Oh, so this is a lost film. Oh, yeah, yeah. This film doesn't exist. Yeah, this film doesn't exist. It got like re-uploaded with worse quality. Because um, it got destroyed. The hardware got destroyed. The only yeah. copy of it got destroyed. In the copy of the film itself, it said that Nabuana wiped his copies of it to make the next film. 
So he's he's working on his limitations. I'm sorry, but the fact that you're like, oh, I need more like gigabytes of memory. I better delete my entire film to like start a new one. For one, I kind of like how metal that is as like an artistic attitude. Just be like, we're on to the next one. But yeah, like why putter around with what we've already made? It's time to keep going. Yeah, right. Going back a little bit to video jokers. Yes. So video jokers are. Essential. I don't want to say an exclusively Ugandan practice. It seems like a staple of Ugandan cinema. It is. It's basically... I mean, we have our VJ Emmy character. VJ Emmy was not in the original movie. Right. This is part of the re-upload. This yeah. is something that got added on outside of the original hardware lost film, which is now lost. And he basically just does sort of commentary as the movie goes on. Translations too. Yeah. Any um, subtitle that wasn't translated, that's why he was speaking. Yeah, because, I mean, the primary language of Uganda, it is pretty much English for the most part, but um, it's also like Swahili and Luganda. And if you speak those languages and you don't speak English or there's other sort of, you know, translation issues, then you sort of need one of these video Joker-esque characters to kind of translate the movie as it goes, especially because no one's subtitling a movie in Swahili. Right. And speaking to this whole idea of accessibility, what with like Ugandan film, the dearth of African film representation, this is kind of a microcosm of the video Joker's provide that accessibility for a wide array of languages and different ethnic groups in Uganda. Yeah, and video jokers are kind of just an offshoot of just film history in general. In the silent film era, you had people who would give commentary during a movie, who would like add their own live performance into it, play their own music with it. So this this is not something that's so outside the traditions of you know cinema history. This is just kind of a modern reincarnation of it. This movie's a little different than the rest of our movies. Definitely a little different. And so I kind of want to get into that, this this sticky conversation about representation, about, you know, a platform. So what does it mean for Ugandan cinema, for African cinema, and really just sort of art in that sort of realm of presentation? Right. Like, this is easily one of Uganda's most recognizable, most notable films. What does that mean for all of these industries and how we approach global cinema? Because coming from an American context, we're inundated with all these American movies. We have all these awards, Oscars Academy, yada, yada, yada. We're very familiar with these big budgets. We know Tarantino. We know Lionsgate. We know Universal. And even internationally, we have bigger players, mostly European, where a lot of people know French cinema, Italian cinema, German cinema. Even if you don't watch those movies explicitly, if you do a little bit of film history, you can see their traces in American cinema. So why is it so focused on the West, well, so in, to speak? In, in fairness, I would say, like, Paris, like, invented a camera. I'm, yes, they, so, so, they like, have that. They have an excuse, all right? I'll let that Wait, one so pass. So the French, you know, the French can hit it. Okay, only the French can make movies, and even then, they have to run by me first. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's one of the biggest reasons we wanted to start this podcast was to spotlight from so many different countries, so many different perspectives, one of which being Who Killed Captain Alex, which you might not otherwise have stumbled upon. Definitely, and I think um, I'm for certain for the better for seeing it. Oh, absolutely. No, it totally enriches my life. And also, I mean, we talking about previous episodes specifically, I mean, just we have several about the Middle East, just kind of seeing new perspectives and new stories being told by these people. First, I mean, to me it always goes without saying, but you know, we're kind of in this conversation as well, where just because you see this movie, that's not a complete representation of life in that area. Yes, we are not trying to say that who killed Captain Alex is all Uganda has to offer. Like, we're not trying to say that's only Uganda. This was made just outside of the capital city, in an area with a little bit of like lower economic status. Uganda makes big budget films. They have the 
Coney film <laughs> that, <they> said, <laughs> that was submitted for the awards. There are other movies out there that are not Wakaliwood. And by extension, just African cinema in general. I mean, I'm just going to speak speak away the conflation between like the co- you know right. the country of Africa. Which just, is like, not real. Yeah, making that active <laughs> dissonance with that. The other African movie we've done is Cairo Station. That's an Egyptian movie. So you could, I think, make a very fair argument that it's not, you know... The soul of that movie is not truly African, it's Middle Eastern, it's Arabic, it's it's other sort of very fair, you know, demographics to pull from. However, it is an African movie. It is movie. African. It is a melding for sure. Definitely. Yes. African cinema in its larger context is not as kind of, we mentioned earlier, developed perhaps as much as other European countries, South American countries, and so on and so forth. But that doesn't mean that like the art there is any less valid, any less worthy of our time and admiration and when i watch this movie and i think about sort of our mission with this podcast i definitely see a banging work of art and it is art and it's not just because it's an action movie it's It's definitely they made this they created this 100 percent, and you get to see just everyone he ropes in and they all seem to be having such a great time definitely i mean the whole spirit of it's really cool when you see gosh after the when he's talking to you at the very end, like yeah. post credits, I was even gonna say pre credits oh. when he's like in front of the green screen, right. all that. Sort of the fabric in which this is made is super cool, just because right. you see kind of the lived, you know, the lived experience of these people, but you know, through this camera lens and, and of them making it, yeah. Of because course. because this is ultra low budget, and like you said, eighty five dollars couldn't even pay for meals. Mm. This was all these people coming together to make this for the sake of making it. People doubling in scenes, people doubling as actor, cameraman, makeup artists, people doing all of these things. If you go to their website, which you absolutely should. Everyone go to their website. Everyone go to the website. It's beautiful. You'll see people from his context just holding up the merch. It's so adorable, so enriching. And it's just these are the people around. This is the community that's elevating their own voices, that's getting this art out here. Nabwana said that he didn't expect anyone outside of his village to see this. And that's part of the reason he wiped it to make room <laughs> for the next movie. So the fact that we're almost 6 million views on YouTube and... There's merch for there's sale. There's merch. There's merch. There's DVD sales. There's uh, uh, just such there's a proliferation. There are sequels. Tebatsua Sula Ebola. Stay tuned for that. It's not out as of making this, but definitely stay tuned. Oh. It got, it, this is a side note about Lost Film, but they did make it, and then a power surge deleted the hard drive that it was on. It got fried. That's, like, <laughs> that awful. It's awful. So, uh, this version of Tebatusa Sula Ibola <laughs> is a remake slash was funded on Kickstarter. Very much surpassed its goal in part due to the notoriety of who killed Captain Alex. They were asking for $160. Very meager. Yeah. They raised $13,000. Thank God. very good. So I'm very excited. I got high expectations. When that drops. I can't wait. But anyway, we don't ever want to present these movies to you as any sort of definitive end-all be-all. There's so much cultural diversity in the continent of Africa. We would never have given you Stalker and said this is all Europe has to offer. Yeah. We'd never give you Lahaine and say this is all Europe has to offer. So please don't think that this is what we're doing with Uganda or with Africa because it's definitely not. I just think it's probably the most quintessential example of our mission in action. Sort of allowing these pieces to speak for themselves. We're talking about them in admiration and we want 
more people to see these movies because this movie's awesome. This movie's awesome. And in the same way, we have Faces Places, which just showcases art from different places. And in the same way, we have El Mariachi with its low budget. This is just a very fun, enjoyable, lighthearted, action-packed, amazing experience that we definitely both believe the more people that share in it, the better it is. Definitely. And I think that that is... That's the filmmaker's intent. That's the movie's intent. And that is, honestly, baby, that's the <laughs> essence of art, baby. That's V. Jamie's intent. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. So, Wakaliwood itself, super cool. As we mentioned, Abwana IG is the founder. He's the director of it. He kind of spearheads the whole thing, which is amazing. Artur. Artur, Artur is heck. Unfortunately, because Tarantino finds his way in, oh. he's been called like the Tarantino of Uganda because he uses lots of blood. But it's like, can we stop comparing everything to Tarantino? Sorry, Tarantino literally invented like film reel. I'm sorry that everyone gets compared to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he edits his films on a computer he assembled. That's awesome. From Setup. parts. <laughs> PC build. <laughs> Woo! Um, as we mentioned, there are technical difficulties sometimes and storage issues and whatnot. But it does give his art and his movies this very ephemeral kind of temporary nature, which, similar to JR's... Faces Places? No, what, what does he put up? Oh. Similar to JR's pastings, yeah. I think enhances them, which is cool. I mean, they, these were never really intended to kind of last as long as they did. I mean... Literally, Who Killed Captain Alex was deleted to make, like, like RAM space. You know what I mean? Right. This, to me, feels less like, oh, a filmmaker trying to build his portfolio to get all this stuff out here. And more like, oh, this is a person who's making movies because he genuinely loves making movies. And it's, it's more about the process than it is about, oh, trying to, like, immortalize work or anything like that. Yeah. Which is, I think... A beautiful essence. I, I'm super on board with that. I yeah. empathize with that super well. I think it's immensely fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Now, we would not be a subtitle cinema without some historical context. <laughs> this, um, one, this one's good. Um, <laughs> so, remember those helicopter yeah, chase scenes? The helicopters were... Oh, my God. God we'll <laughs> come back to that. But, we yes, will. the helicopter chase scenes <laughs> were um, based in reality. Um, Someone. <laughs> the Buanas had... A similar, a similar, a similar experience, experience in the Ugandan Bush Wars, which is a Ugandan civil war between the Ugandan National Liberation Army and the National Resistance Army. That's the Ugandan government versus rebel groups. Yes. The uh, National Resistance Army and rebel groups. That is a wickedly complex civil war. The quick and dirty is President Obote was overthrown by Idimi Amin. Amin was overthrown, and then we returned to Obote, and everyone was like, what? why'd we do that? So Obote was overthrown again and replaced by General Tito Okello. And then the NRA captured the capital, a.k.a. the rebels captured the capital, and then instituted President Museveni. So, a lot was going on. Yes. All the history that follows that uh, is still going on. It's still going on. It's still quite... Everything about this is a little troubling. All these threads are going through. That was very quick, very dirty. They manifest themselves in just his context growing up near that capital. Also, it's weird that a splinter group, like the, the, the National Resistance Army, the rebels won. They did win, and they did institute this president. And while there are loyalists who continue to scrap, loyalists of the old government's army, I mean, it seems for the most part, like, you're right, they won. That's, I mean, they caught the capital. That's crazy. That's like if the Confederacy won, you know? It's it's, it's wild. Yeah. But uh, Nabuana's uh, experience getting chased by an attack helicopter. Him and his brother. Yeah. Got chased. Definitely felt that in this movie. I can't imagine being chased by a helicopter. Yeah. If a helicopter was interested in me at all, I'd, like, lose my I, mind. Yeah, I would... I don't know. I'd give up, I guess. That thing's flying with blades. 
that thing is going through the air like and I'm launching missiles. What, on foot. So last little just quick and dirty history on it. Nabwana was growing up when General Idi Amin was in rule. Amin was known as the Butcher of Uganda. Pretty nasty dude. Ethnic cleansings, massacres, political repression, and retaliation. All the works. An estimated like 100 to 500,000 people were killed under his regime. Yeah, uh, known as His Excellency President for Life, Field Marshal Al-Haji Dr. Eid Amin Dada, VC, DSO, MC, CBE, Lord of all the beasts of the earth and fishes of the sea and conqueror of the British Empire and Africa in general and Uganda in particular. Wait, wait, he's a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he became increasingly irrational towards the end of his rule, and that led to the Uganda Bush Wars, everything went over, overthrows, overthrows, overthrows. So this is just the backdrop of this man's right outside the capital in a bit of a slum, trying to make his movies, trying to get his art out there. He was inspired in part by Hollywood, but also like a love of martial arts and just hearing tales about movie theaters themselves and and wanting to have a hand in, in creating that, so... This is just a little bit of what weaves his life, and we definitely do see, like with the helicopter chase, the trickle-down of those effects in his films. Certainly a product of its immediate environment, and certainly of it. Now let's get into the movie itself. Yes. There is pretty much an endless spout (laughs) of just superb moments in this movie. It never ends. Like, I don't even know where to start. First, let me, let me, I'll start by, before we even kind of get into the movie itself. Yes, okay. I want to talk about the squibs, similar oh, to El Mariachi. Oh, yeah, 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 please. Because it was condoms. It was condoms. It's, <laughs> it's typically condoms. It's condoms, you know. A squib, just to clarify, is when you get shot, the thing that shoots blood is a squib. Explody, pop. Uh, you can make a DIY squib with, like, rubber bands and condoms filled with fake blood. They actually started with cow's, cow's blood. blood. Um, that was a no-no. <laughs> no, yeah. Somebody on the crew got a brucellosis. Brucellosis? It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's like bovine disease. Yeah, you got highly cow blood infectious. In you. It's, <laughs> it's, like, a big problem. <laughs> you had to stop. <laughs> you had to stop using cow's blood. That being blood. said, cow's blood was a really good I mean, it's blood, blood still, you know, so... God. Yeah, so, God, you, it's probably like a 28 Days Later thing where it goes into his eyeball. Oh. <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> That's just like a fun little fact. Yeah, the squibs are always fun. What? We watched one of the movies where the squib exploded so hard. Wasn't it El Mariachi? Yeah, that was El Mariachi. Yeah, the squib exploded so hard in his like hands he up. did collapse yeah. his <laughs> Yeah, at so he, at least he didn't get Bruce Losis. Bruce Losis, Bruce U Losis. Yo, Bruce U. Some of the characters in this movie got Bruce U Losis, and by that I mean kicks. Super kicker. Super kicker. Oh. So, the film itself. I. <laughs> I don't know. Like, where okay. do you start? So, let's start at the beginning. We open on Captain Alex with an interview, I believe. I believe yes, that's the yes. first thing we see. Oh, the, so handsome! Uh, so this is the moment where I go, how metatextual <laughs> is this gonna be? Because I had no idea about video jokers. Yeah. I knew that it was a lost film that got recovered, but I couldn't tell if VJ Emmy was an original thing or an addition. He was an addition that we found out yeah. later, but... I, I didn't know how to take VJ Emmy either at first. Right? I was like, is this... Like, because it feels like on one hand, it's still in the movie. It's still taking it seriously. Yeah. On the other hand, it is almost poking fun at itself, like self-satirizing a little bit on like the tropes, on like the action that's happening, but not in a demeaning way in any sense. No, as, totally supportive. Absolutely totally supportive. Like we said, this is a, a, a rich, deep enhancement so, yeah, just the reactions at the beginning were, were mostly, uh, what mediums is this movie about to be presented in? 
And on what metatextual levels are we going to be viewing it? Yeah, I didn't really know where VJ Emmy sort of was. Like, I didn't know if he was... At first, I thought he was supposed to be almost like a dub of some of the characters. Right, And I was right. like, okay. he speaks for some of them. Um, then I thought it was supposed to be a character, like, this is VJ Emmy, supposed to be like kind of an omniscient narrator. Then it, it became almost like an obstructive, intrusive force. And I was like, why is this guy talking over the movie? <laughs> and then I was like... Hey, VJ Emmy, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, it got to a point where it's like, there's VJ, there's VJ. Yeah, movie, 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 movie. Yeah, I went through a very similar thing where I was like, is he a translator? Is he the omniscient narrator that you said, kind of giving us their internal dialogue, making these characters, giving them a little more depth? Yeah. Like, kind of, what's his role? And it did settle into commentator and additional things as we kind of just get further into the movie. For me, at least, that's kind of how I thought of him. And he definitely embeds himself into the movie. I mean, obviously, he's not part of the original cut, but, I mean, at this point, like... He's so he's so deep. He's, he's within it. Like, he's <laughs> not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not some, like... Oh, my brother! <laughs> he's not some weird extraneous addition. He's very much in it. And this does echo, as we mentioned, the Yuga Wood kind of process of typically you would go to like a video hall you would watch the movies and there would be a video joker and that would be an understood part of the experience you would go and you would know there'd be a video joker and you would know they would make jokes at the movie with the movie in the movie and also act as that translator all the other roles so video joker you know very comprehensive sort of job. effectively part of the movie absolutely i would say i don't think this movie would be what it is without vjme on the mic <laughs> so yeah we get captain alex every time they just go uganda every t- every time they go movie Move. Oh, commando what, what are your, some of your favorite sort of like call out okay definitely commando commando you get it on both sides i loved the promotions yes in the movie. yes this has been who killed captain alex tune in for bad block yeah stay tuned for bad block those wow i've never been so on board with I can't even call it an ad. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen a movie like this before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mid-promoting the sequel in the middle of the movie. You've been listening to subtitled cinema. If you've been enjoying listening to subtitled cinema. Then tune in next week. Parasite. Do tune in for Parasite. Seriously, Parasite's really yes, good movie. Parasite's actually going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but also go podcast, check out Podcast, Battle podcast, Podcast, <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Yeah. The best of the best what, podcast. What hit for you? What hit for you for VJME? Super oh, Kick up! Okay, Super Kick it got me. And it was Super spelled S U P A. That got me. Oh my god. Bruce Yu was obviously like incredible. Everyone in Uganda knows Kung Fu. Oh. Like there are certain moments that it's like impossible to convey of like, I've just never seen anything like this. We were in Stitches. We yeah. were in Stitches because of VJ Emmy. Like, I remember watching this movie being bent in over. The, in like, the torture scene was like, she was caught watching. Oh my Golly god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Like, we like stepped that out of was... the movie for that. <laughs> Nollywood! <laughs> like, it's so, it's so funny. It's so self-aware. In not a masturbatory, we're breaking the fourth wall, but a, we're going to grab at our context. We want to hear Dolly Parton! (laughs) What? (laughs) They, like, talked over the movie at times. I kind of love, I love the fake crying. (laughs) My brother! This is definitely, if you want to tie it to an American thing, this is that Spaceballs movie Mm, theater, whatever the hell. I don't even know its proper name. 
don't tie it to an American context. Let's be international citizens here. Whatever the hell. Hang on, hang on. Global, global. I do have one American context. Uh oh. If you've ever seen the 4D Polar Express, wait, VJ Emmy is like the pine scent. Okay. It's that extra element that the movie theater brought to you. <laughs> don't say the pine. It's the it's the it's the back of your chair, like shooting like, you like in the stabbing spine. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, 4D movies? Where I would want to watch uh, 4D Captain Alex. And have your like ears blown out with every explosion. <laughs> I love the, the red guy who is like the Russian mercenary. The Russian mercenary, mercenary? yeah. <laughs> Look, by the way, I he's an him. actor. He's a Russian mercenary. No, he is a... No, absolutely. I never questioned that in the movie at all. <laughs> I didn't know until I you mentioned it. I saw his facial hair change at a point, and I was like, is that the exact... Is that... There I was, was like, a, is that the same actor still in his facial hair just changed or did they just sub him out for a shot? There was a character who had to wear a mask because he had to be in the same Doubling scene up. twice. I love that. That's brilliant. So, so the first scene that we really, the first action scene we really see, which is the commandos storming. Oh, right after the bar the, scene? Oh, sorry, they walk slow. <laughs> <laughs> they walk slow. Because they think slow. Oh. Then it went, who killed Captain Max or Tiger right. Mafia, the musical. The, I, I don't know. Was, they I didn't sing. They didn't really well, like was, get into it. I was like, they're not about to start dancing. <laughs> if they did, I would have lost my mind. So we just see commandos crawling over like beams in the ceiling. There's, like, yeah, there's like sick action it. shots where him just like throwing it's himself in the creek. It's sick action too. Yeah, it is. Like who cares about shirts? Sure, it's, it's maybe chaotic or erratic at times. I don't care at all. We're seeing people kick. We're seeing guns fire. We're seeing people like dive. It is... The quintessential action of, of all action movies here. And I love it when... Okay, first, I will say, yeah. my favorite, like, shot is when they, they're first kind of entering the grass for the first little bit of action, and he's, like, running, and the camera's, like, staying with him. I was like, whoa. It's, it's steady. Mm-hmm. He's consistent in frame, and it's really dynamic movement. There is... It is artistry in this movie. Yeah. It is ultra low budget, but you see his eye. Like, you see yeah. the DP's artisanal take... You see a lot of like pretty highbrow shots, comp- compositionally wise, just like the the pacing of the cuts, all of these things. Like, who cares that this is like like low pixels? This was a saved, lost film. It you know? definitely gets all the action on screen. You know, like all, all the clunkiness, if you will. It still allows us to read a scene and to like understand what's going on, and even if it is you know sort of erratic at times because like the action itself is kind of all over the place. I'm still understanding this side's fighting that side, and yeah. I can witness all these events unfold. Regardless of its quote unquote limitations, it delivers a clear, clean, easy to follow product that you can become very invested in. <laughs> who killed just... Captain Alex? Is the movie <laughs> when when Richard went. But who killed who Captain, Captain Alex? Alex? Who? Man, I felt that. Do you want to know what my favorite call out was? Sorry, this reminds me of the room by Tommy Wiseau. What? Mamma Mia! Oh, I. <laughs> <gasps> it's intertextual as hell! VJ Emmy knows. He knows his audience in this case. And it is it's fans of musicals. It. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Movie, 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 movie. So yeah, we we go through some killer action. First of all, the choreography yes. was stellar. There was cool stealth in it at times. There was. There was no. Okay, so this movie is free on YouTube. So go watch it on YouTube. But the top comment as of recording this is like Hollywood movies cut on action. Don't see the impact. Poorly lit. And then it was like this movie. The action is clean. It looks great. You see people like flying around. 
and it's well lit. <laughs> the choice is clear. The choice is clear. You know what I'm saying, look, well, Hollywood, Hollywood, like I had more fun watching this movie than I did watching Avengers: The Endgame, Star Wars, any of them. Wait, wait, yeah, okay. Look, that's what I'm saying. The new any of the new ones is what you meant to say. I thought yes. Well, even some of the older ones. Look, the old ones are bad, good in their own right. Yes. So bad as to be good in their own right. Look, look, please don't cancel us because we're talking about. Hey, if you cancel because we're talking poorly about Star Wars, and like you can go find another you podcast. Know what, whatever the controversy, viewership oh, argument. Yeah, this is what we need. We won't set up a discussion forum, but we'll have a Twitter. I think so. Fight in there. Luke Skywalker's a virgin. Luke Skywalker's an incel. Virgin. Virgin. He doesn't have to be. An he incel. doesn't have to be an incel. I don't know. He, he got one kiss with his sister. Oh, maybe he is an incel. <laughs> anyway, back to the movies that matter. The music video right before when. When Which the, the oh. leader of the Tiger Mafia, how he like goes to see the news, and that's how he found out that yeah, like, the yeah, thing, yeah, there's like yeah. a music video before that. I thought that was banging. I wonder if they made it. Remind. I hope that I I anytime there's movies like this, I presume everything we see is made by them. Because otherwise, you gotta like license it. It reminded me of Lehane with the crazy mm. sick breakdancing. Anytime Spike Lee has like tap dancers on screen, yeah, great way to take up some time. Yeah, no, that's when the Tiger Mafia boss like finds out about his right. brother dying. No, my brother, Captain Alex. Or did he kill or kidnap? I think killed. I think he killed. killed yeah. yeah, and his one of his wives. <laughs> God, so the line I got twelve wives but only one brother. Hey, that's <laughs> that certainly contextualized things a little bit. Yo, for yo, me. yo! But like, he's right. Yeah, like <laughs> he doesn't like, have twelve brothers. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. That was nuts. So this is a feminist movie. There's women. There's that spy. Yes, there is that There's spy. That spy. There's wait, that spy. Wait, before we get that, wait, wait, I'm jumping ahead of yeah. When the when the boss goes to like some checkpoint, and he needs to get like weapons or something, and he calls the guard there a diarrhea squirt. <laughs> I'm sorry, your notes are bringing out the truly the best <laughs> of this movie because I, in the moment, totally was balls to the wall about diarrhea squirt, but it did. I did not remember. Well, because the it's, phrase. there's so many insane one-liners, <laughs> like non-stop. It is non-stop. <laughs> there's never a dull moment. Yeah, never. you know, there's 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 those expositional moments where where things are happening. Where, but they're still funny, and they're yeah. still engaged. Like the training montage is hilarious. Anytime you have an army encampment on either side of them, like strategizing or planning, VJ and he spices it up. And even without VJ, the things we see on screen are engaging or entertaining are super fun like this movie is fun it is i i would say though that vj emmy probably brings this to a whole nother level you know easily yes i think if we watch this without vj emmy it would not be nearly as gut-wrenchingly like i am in stitches yeah but it still would be good hi i'm kevin and i'm a diarrhea squirt (sighs) and i'm michael I'm still watching the Hollywood. That's so good. That's, that, <laughs> that torture scene was crazy. It was, didn't it have like the heart filter too or something? Uh, yeah, gray it, was heart. Just, it was like gray and opaque on the sides. Look, he's making this off of a computer he made. Okay, look, I use he, Adobe Premiere. I'm this is sorry, literally this El is, Mariachi style. Is, okay, all I can think about in El Mariachi is when he looks back really rapid, when she goes, beware of the dog, and he's like... <laughs> Like side on. That's the part of that movie that sticks with me after all this time. <laughs> Super Kung Fu Master. Super Kung Fu Master. Look, when he said Super Kicker and the guy kicks like all three of them. Oh my god! 
god! I thought that would come back, but that then it turns amazing. out everyone in Uganda knew Knows kung, kung fu. So I was just like, all right, cool. Like I won't miss out on him. I was just blown away. I was just blown away by those fight scenes. They look better than like most that one fight episode scenes. of Game of Thrones. Look, I'm saying I'm watching the Cap- Captain Falcon Winter Soldier, whatever. And yeah, it's not as fun. No, it's not. Fight scenes don't look as good. Sorry. <laughs> Multi-billion dollar like movie studio? Well, Hollywood. Look, like, you look, tell me when, I, better. when I'm watching those, those Marvel things and I see fight scenes and I'm like, oh, I'm that that's weird. Well. That's blah, 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 blah. When I see fight scenes in this. 100% clean. Sick cuts. Engaging, sick kicks. All the way good. There was no fight scene in this movie where I was confused or disoriented by quick, unnecessary cuts. That's that never true. happened. I was never confused. Ne- no. 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 When there's stuff going on, I can just I follow what's happening. I get what happening. is happening. 100%. I get the stakes. I get the sides. I get the conflict. And I get the romantic subplot. Ugandan Shaolin Temple? Can I have some of your fish? What the f- <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, God, that was so good. When he, hey, we just cooked the fish by, like, shoving, okay, like, a stick into it or something. So, yeah, that You was, could tell he didn't know what he was no, doing. No, not at all. He was like, what? <laughs> and then we get, like, a cut, and it's already on the stick, like, cooked. Good. That's the magic no, of cinema, you know? Magic. He did that. He did that. Oh. Were you about to say the Shaolin... Shaolin... Just Ugandan Shaolin... The fat Ugandan master Shaolin. or whatever? Yo, what the... <laughs> Martial art is only for fitness and defense. I will not help you seek vengeance. He's right, though. He is right. Look, making Captain Alex's brother the new protagonist after Captain Alex dies, killer move. Vengeance. Postmodern, I think. I think, no, yeah, it is. Pastiche. I'll just say pastiche and it'll be right no matter what. I know what pastiche what. means. I do know what pastiche means. What does pastiche mean? Irony. No, it's not. It's like repetition. It's, kind of like, it's, like, it's, it's like Campbell soup. Yeah, it's a copy of a copy. A copy of a copy of a copy. Watch Warhol. No. If you've been enjoying our podcast, Subtitled yeah. Cinema, listen watch, to watch Subtitled no. Cinema. No, watch No. No was really good. No was really good. All of our movies are really good. If you've been watching along with any of our movies, you know we know how to pick them. Yeah, I've got to say. I, I think we're... we're uh, like, hero? Uh, are pretty, you kidding? Pretty excellent. The Wandering Earth! <laughs> Oh, like That's a separation? A Look, this is this is going back to the beginning, but in the process of searching for movies, it was hard to find some banging, like, African... Fi- it was hard to find lists of African movies. You go to the Wikipedia page of African movies, and Uganda only has, like, 12 movies listed, and two of them are Nabwana's. Yeah, and, like, the other ones are, like, Black Man Finds Redemption through whatever, <sighs> right. and then the last one's District 9. Oh, so look, this is just this is just a representation thing. This is an accessibility thing. This is why we want to bring you these movies. Search out movies. Don't just rely on like the Oscars and yeah. the awards. Because first of all, sometimes those movies aren't amazing. And second of all, they're all kind of like self-reflective, masturbatory in their own right. So if, if you want to find like new movies of perspectives you haven't seen before, go to a film festival. Yeah, international film festivals are great. We are recording this amidst the Seattle International Film Festival, but. So plug for them again. Plug for them again. They are amazing. They're gorgeous. You get unique perspectives, unique takes, different cinematic styles. Different languages, you know. Different languages, you know. Both literal spoken, but also just like, you know, yeah, uh, filmic. Filmic languages, absolutely. So totally worth it. Give yourself some exposure. You'll be better for it. And if you still want to watch American movies primarily, the international movies you do see will inform them and give you a more holistic understanding of film. Go for panties. Go, oh my god! I I honestly mm. forgot the panties bit until you rebrought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, he, Tiger Mafia was talking has about good panties." panties. <laughs> this is like anime. <laughs> There's a lot of ways in which this is like anime. Bruce Kung you. Fu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, panties, 
Exploding buildings, I think, is anime. Attack helicopters? The That's ground anime. didn't turn into squares. Oh, when there was, but... like, a big attack, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I think spiritually it kind of did. I mean, the Russian mercenary, he looks so good. Gosh, when they're, when, like, in some of the action scenes where it's just like, Just watch! <laughs> Movie! You are watching Who Killed Captain Alex? Movie. This is the action! <laughs> And two, when they were like in the warehouse, and he's like, The action is coming. And I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, I was like, BJ, BJ. <laughs> Look, if BJ Emmy's telling me the action's coming, I'm ready. Like, I'm so ready. I'm so prepared. Uh, right, so we have trading montages, we have all the plans that are made, and this all builds to this big final confrontation where they bring in a new Captain Alex on the army side. Yeah, there's like a new, he's like a, like, deals with drug smuggling and stuff like that. He fights drugs, <laughs> and he uses drugs. <laughs> right, so we have him squatting up with the army. We had just the mafia squaring up again. Richard's pissed. Yeah. Richard, at this point, I think, has, like, killed his expendable wife because... Well, she's alive. She's alive. Then she was with Captain... A- or oh, with, right. Uh, Bruce Yu. Yeah. What I'm saying here is all the players on the board are on the board and are moving towards each other at Mach 5. And then they all kind of clash in the final, like, helicopter action sequence. Yeah, so that was... The Tiger Mafia got their hands on one of those helicopters? Yes, the Tiger Mafia Commando... <laughs> Made his way <laughs> to a helicopter and got in. When he squishes the building. <laughs> that was the first thing that he destroyed. That's what That's fucked right. me up. Because when I saw him go after that first... That building's made of glass. And then he just like... He squished. <laughs> that's like... That's a pretty notable part of the capital city of Uganda's skyline too. Damn, those From goddamn Tiger you, Mafia you, bastards. Tiger Mafia, like, assaulting, like, the city, the biggest city you want to... Uh, <laughs> and then just, like, swooshing all the... Blowing up other things. Gosh. Drop the I bomb! Did not, I did not expect this kind of helicopter action at this point in the film. The commander gets Ex- shot. Expect the unexpected. Oh, like, oh. Expect the unexpected is legendary. That is. Sorry, seriously, go to their website. Buy some of their merch. You can get a $15 signed... Who killed Captain Alex? Poster, and you are supporting his next films. Such and they will as be made. The sequel. They will be made. There are, I believe, four in process as of recording, including Tebatu Sasula Ebola. So I'll gladly throw some U.S. money his way if it means we can get Ebola. Also, I'd like to hear about Ebola from a Ugandan point of well, view. I think Ebola is really more of the title. I, I don't really know if. <laughs> what you think Ebola is not in that movie? <laughs> hey, look, look, I haven't seen the movie. Look, we'll see. I, I, we'll see. All of the movies VJ Emmy says at the end of Who Killed Captain Alex. Some of them exist yet. Some of them don't. Support this man. He's single-handedly <laughs> making <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> what better cause? She was caught watching Nollywood. <laughs> Good so, God, that is so fucking. I funny. loved all the the non-translated really fast speaking. oh whenever he was like, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> like what? and it's just like oh we're left out of this <laughs> no that was easily easily some of the highlights of the film too because i was just like he's talking so fast <laughs> <laughs> movie movie movie, movie. So we, Mama have, mia. we have this clash we have commandos we have going in cover we have conflict action action and the helicopter's like dropping a bomb there's another helicopter he calls it the ugandan ghetto air force <laughs> <laughs> Which I can like barely count. When they're okay, I love how they're green screened into the helicopter. And yes. I love when he's shooting an AK forty seven out of the helicopter window. <laughs> Holy shit. It doesn't get better than this. It does not get better than this. <sighs> do we ever actually find out who killed no, Captain Alex? No, no, we don't. We do not find out who killed Captain Alex. We might in Ebola. Or Bad Black. Or well, cause Bad Black isn't a sequel. I thought I it think, was. No 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 no. Tebatu Sasuo Sula is the direct sequel to oh. Captain Alex. And that Teba Tatsuola 
period, was made, and that was the one that was lost. And Tebutsatsula Ebola is both the remake of the, the what was lost one. and still also the direct sequel to Who Killed Captain America. So Holy Bad Black shit. is just is just his other. He's he's making he's making forty movies in the past ten years. They're not all related. Bad Black is just another movie. He's making four movies a year. Four, I I guess isn't that nuts? That is, and that's average too. It's probably it's probably like a, a four. He's making back shorts too. Bit. I bet. I think he has. I'm not sure about shorts, but I I do know for sure he is making movies. Movies on movies. Who killed Captain Alex is the movie. Who killed, If you've enjoyed Who Killed... It's just so good. It's yeah, just all it's of it is... incredible. Shout out to DJ Emmy, like for real, for real. Shout out. Very much shout out. So, action, action, action. Richard gets wounded and captured while swearing revenge. And that kind of sets the stakes for the sequel. And nobody knows who killed Captain Alex. So what was your favorite scene? I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's so hard. It is because there's like so many like incredible moments, and there, you know there's a lot of like one-liners in it that that could kind of constitute their own little bit. Because I'm gonna choose two. Yeah, yeah. And what, if what one of them you? is also yours, we can share it. Sure, sure, sure. The I first think it probably one will be. This is the mine first two. Um. Well, that'll probably be my second one. Okay, never mind. I'll um, see the first one. My first one is they walk slow because they think slow. Tiger Mafia. That got me. That, that hit, had me so hard. That hit it, it, it hit on different dimensions. I was like shocked. I I was like literally like solemn. I was like, oh my god, Bruce Yu was also it. But I think also my my second choice would I mean, really be really quick. I've never seen better use of slow mo. Your second choice, oh amazing, um, would be oh she was caught watching Nigerian movies, Nollywood. <laughs> She was being, they like threw water on her. Yeah, they were like, it was like during like, the torture scene that VG Emmy's like ripping right now. And he has like a serious tone of voice. He's like, I'm gonna make fun of this torture. Ooh, okay, okay. So, never mind then. What what I thought you were definitely gonna say was, um, can I have some of your fish? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> that, that was gorgeous. Because he's, he's doing, he's doing the El Mariachi look over the shoulder too. He's doing, oh. That was just a moment where I could have like paused, gone back 15 seconds and just like, like d- done yeah, it like, again. Replay, replay, replay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that. What was your favorite like ad lib? Oh my, I don't need, that's so, like what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it might still be it. Yeah. Because that, like the fact that it was cut off too enhances the hell out of it. I just love the plugging mid-movie. Oh my. If Every time enjoying. they were like, if you're enjoying Who Killed Captain Alex? Podcast, podcast. Wakaliwood. The best of the best. Ramon Film Production. Go visit the website. Definitely go visit the website. Go buy some merch. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. There's a bunch of good things to buy. I believe, news. You, I believe you can also buy the movie itself. You can buy like a DVD copy for show. However, you can also watch it on YouTube for free. And we YouTube won't free. call we, you a bad person. We did person. watch it on YouTube for free. We're going to give him money elsewhere, though. Yes. I'm going to get the t-shirt. I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting this movie I'm, poster. I'm getting this movie poster. It's signed by like ten different people. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Like one of them is definitely Tiger Mafia. I just want to shout out this movie because I feel like it very much embodies kind of what I love out of film. It definitely is. I I just think the production, the onset, would be so much fun to be a part of. They're definitely all making something that they can put themselves into, and that is you know effectively for themselves. And the fact that we're seeing it and we're appreciating it is you know icing on the cake but at the end of the day this is you know by ugandans for ugandans and i think that is beautiful but also i just think the fact that they all pooled their human resources and created a work of art is something that i cannot share enough yes i think that's purely art i think that really harkens on like the purpose of art 
the gift is in the making, right? So yeah. this is just that taken to such a huge extreme. It's beautiful. It's wonderful that it's gotten so much notoriety, so much exposure. It's it's amazing that through this movie we can continue to support Nabwana as he continues to make art in this amazing, creative, generative, collaborative way that just as Kevin here has said, we we cannot praise, admire enough because it's gorgeous. It's definitely my preferred way to make art. I encourage anyone who's interested in anything to just make art with your buddies because it's so enriching and fulfilling. And at the end, you have made something that would otherwise have not existed. And that is a glorious, fantastic thing. That's such a cool it's concept. Such a cool, it's with. amazing that we can all do that. That yeah. we can all just put something out into the world and create our own little pockets of order amongst all this disorder. Like the Faces Places guy with his bottle caps. You know, mm-hmm. you can make it out of anything. You just... It's just a matter of executing some weird sort of zany vision. Piles of dirt in an expensive art museum. Piles of dirt <laughs> in an expensive art museum. Or Over the Radar, a college-led production. Like, uh, <laughs> sorry, I already got myself on that one. That's my final two. <laughs> <laughs> if those ever end up on YouTube, I don't know. We'll link them. There's yeah. something going on here. But the point is, make art. Because it's a beautiful, soul-enriching thing. 